All right, folks. This is the Instant Reaction Podcast following Iowa's 21-20 to loss to Northwestern. Um, I'm going to be a little bit less cheery after this loss compared to last week. If you remember last week, I said, you know what? I saw a lot of good things from Spencer Petras. I felt after the game encouraged by his performance, having never seen him before, uh, having never having no idea of what his abilities are, whether he's a, a running quarterback or a, a guy with a good arm or an accurate quarterback. He's a guy with a good arm. He's not an accurate quarterback. He's not much of a runner. And we saw in this game, um, when they're daring you to pass, he's having some issues. So... Let's take a look at the stats here. Northwestern, I mean, the story of this game, Iowa goes up 17-0. They're gifted 14 points, essentially. Two turnovers. They go, they go up 17-0. They score three points. The whole, that's in the first quarter. They score three points the rest of the game. They're outscored by Northwestern 21-3 for the rest of the game. We're going to take a look at the team stats here. First downs, Iowa had 20. Northwestern had 18. Northwestern, 10 of 19 on third down. Iowa, just 6 of 17. Total yards, Iowa, 293. Northwestern, 273. Interesting stats here when it comes to passing. Iowa, 216 yards through the air. Northwestern, 130. This This is what I'm concerned about here. You lost to a team in Northwestern with a quarterback, Peyton Ramsey, that went 11 of 18 for 130 yards and a pick. Now, he averaged 7.2 yards an attempt, but he only attempted 18 passes. They ran the ball, Northwestern did, for 143 yards. It was up over 150, you know, but a couple of kneel downs and some negative plays towards the end of the game. 60 rushing attempts by Northwestern. 60 rushing attempts. For just 2.4 yards a rush. Iowa, 23 rushing attempts for 77 yards. Hey, guess what, folks? Northwestern, just out Iowa, Iowa. Just out Iowa, Iowa. They ran the ball 60 goddamn times for 143 yards. And they won the game by a point. Iowa, 23 attempts, 77 yards, 3.3 yards a carry. A little bit better. I, I will give Iowa uh, credit in this regard. Much cleaner game. Only three penalties for 20 yards. Six for 45 for Northwestern. Three turnovers for Iowa. Three interceptions thrown by Petrus. There's been a lot of hate. There's been a lot of Petrus disappointment. There's been a lot of Petrus bashing on Twitter that I've seen. Uh Let's be honest, he's got to play better, okay? He's got to be able to make a handful of plays down the field. He's got to be a guy that can be relied upon to get a few first downs and get your team down the field, uh, you know, in the third and fourth quarter when it, when it matters the most, and he just was not able to do that today. He just wasn't, I mean, he, he basically just shut off after, right around in the second quarter. Um, he had a he had a decent first quarter. He was looking pretty sharp, and then you know second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, just really really struggled out there. We're gonna take a look at Spencer Petrus's stats. He was twenty six for fifty, 
So right around 50% completion percentage, 216 yards, 4.3 yards per attempt, one touchdown, three interceptions. Here's my question, folks. And, 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 and listen, this is a one-point game, okay? This isn't a game where you're down by 25 points and you got to throw the ball. Oh, well, shit, you know, we got a, we got a, a first-time starter, second-time starter quarterback, and, you know, we know he's a little bit inaccurate and he's, he's struggling this season, but, uh, you know, we're, we, we just got to throw because we're down by 27 points. That's not the case in this game. That wasn't the case in this game. You're down by, you lost by one point. Why are we not running the goddamn ball is my question. Tyler Goodson, 13 attempts for 43 yards and a touchdown. In my world, Tyler Goodson's probably your best offensive player. At least this season and what I've seen in limited touches, Tyler Goodson, only two catches for eight yards today. But he's been a guy who every single time he touches the ball, he's trying to, I mean, he's making plays. He's breaking tackles. He's getting you first downs. I do not understand why Iowa, as a team, ran for 23 attempts this game. Had 23 carries as a team. Meanwhile, you're throwing 51 passes. I don't understand that. Okay, maybe maybe they're, they're, they're looking at it and they're going, you know what, our best chance to, to score or get points is Spencer Petras and they believe in him and they don't want to put the kid gloves on him in, in the first two games. They want to build up his confidence and let him go out there and sling it. I get that, but this is Iowa we're talking about, man. The protection has not been great. The protection for Petrus has not been great. And guess what? The receivers are really not getting open. Okay, Sam Laporta is doing a decent job. And they're, listen, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of misthrows. Okay, there's a lot of misthrows. There's a lot. I, I, mean, I tweeted during the game, stop throwing the ball so goddamn hard, man. I get it. You, you want to get the ball out quick. You want to, you know, but we, we got to have some touch on these intermediate passes because otherwise you're going to get what you got in the last drive, which is a deflected pass interception. Sam Laporta had a great game. He was targeted several times. Ended up with just six catches for 46 yards, but I thought he looked good. Amir Smith-Marset, seven catches for 84 yards. Tyrone Tracy, two for 33. Uh, Brandon Smith, two for or three for 19 at a touchdown, that early touchdown. Um, Amir Smith-Marset had a bounce-back game from last week, but I will tell you this, man. A lot of times, Spencer Petrus is back there and nobody's open. Not a soul is open. And this is two teams in a row. I mean, you you know, say what you want about, uh, you know, Purdue defensively in terms of their defensive backs. Say what you want about Northwestern's defensive backs. They prevented big plays. Longest passing play of the day is Tyrone Tracy, 22 yards. They prevented big plays. They kept everything in front of them. And they locked up the Iowa receivers. Iowa receivers, not a lot of separation in this game. And when they did get separation, uh, Spencer Petrus was whipping the ball in there, not always accurately, and that's a recipe for disaster. If I am Brian Ferentz, I got to look, take a a real long, hard look in the mirror and go, hey, man, we got to run the goddamn ball. We're not protecting well. We're not throwing the ball well. We're not catching the ball well. We're not... Protect, you know, we're not 
moving the ball efficiently through the air, and we're turning the ball over now, or we're starting to, you know, in this game. We got to run the ball. I know you had two big fumbles last year or last week. I don't think that that was a huge deal in terms of you know them not running the ball. I think that they probably thought there were some matchups they could exploit in you know defensively in terms of the defensive backfield. I'm sure they thought coming into this game they were going to catch them by surprise. They were going to open up the offense. They were going to move the ball through the air. It just didn't happen. And I'm saying I'm not even talking about last drive of the game. I'm talking about third quarter, end of the second quarter when your your offense is sputtering. Run the damn ball, man. That's my biggest takeaway of this game. It's just I I just really was frustrated by Iowa's lack of Iowa in this game. I'm gonna keep looking at the stats here. Iowa punter, another good game. I will give credit where credit's due. I, I got to look up his name. Ty, is it is it Ty, What is his name? Something Taylor. Tory Taylor. Tory Taylor, the Aussie, 49 yards per punt, three punts inside the 20, a long of 58 yards. So four punts, three of them were inside the 20. He averaged 49 yards a punt. Hell of a game. Hell of a game by this guy. This is, I mean, this this guy is an absolute gem in the rough. This is this uh this punter, it, you know, is really a weapon for Iowa. And if they could figure out and Keith Duncan, I thought special teams played well. You had the fumble recovery on the punt. Uh, Keith Duncan, two of two. Uh, you had uh, Shudak try to kick the long one. He wasn't able to come up with it. But it was a good attempt. It was a good try. I thought special teams is really, to me, special teams is the one aspect of the team that has been consistent through two weeks. Defensively, it's been rough. Last week, it was the passing defense. This week, it's the rushing defense. Although, you know, keeping them to the amount of yards per carry that they had, which is just 2.4 yards a carry, was good. But they did they were able to make some plays on the ground. They were able to grind out some first downs. Overall, man, not an encouraging game. Really not an encouraging game. I think the, the coaching staff, I, I mean, I, to me, this is a total team loss. You talk about total team wins where the special teams makes a few plays and the defense sets up the offense and the offense capitalizes. That's a total team win. This is a total team loss. I don't think the, the, the defense made enough big plays. You know, Davion Nixon's a great player. He's a beast, man. But they don't have enough playmakers on that defensive line. I don't think the linebacker, I mean, the linebackers had a decent game, uh, but, but it's just, you know, they're, they're not forcing. As we go back to the team stats here, I guess they did force three turnovers. I don't know. It, it was, I guess now that I look at the numbers, it, it doesn't look as bad as it felt, I guess. But defensively, you know, that's pretty much, I think, what you're going to get from Iowa, holding a team to 21 points. You know, a couple, okay, fine. You know, they're going to they're gonna have a couple sustained drives against them. They're going to force a few turnovers, but they're also going to let, you know, they're, they're, we're, not, we're not holding teams to 10 points, okay? This is not an elite Big Ten defense. This is sort of a, a rebuilding year for the defense. And I think offensively, you just got to score. 
you got to score more than three points in three quarters. I can feel myself starting to ramble, so let's get into the, the other Big Ten games of the day. Uh, some, some pretty shocking results out of the Big Ten. On Friday, you had Maryland in overtime beating Minnesota. I'm not sure how, mu- how many points Minnesota was favored by. I said it in my last podcast. Uh, Maryland showing a lot of grit, showing a lot of playmaking ability. I mean, putting up 45 points on, on Minnesota. I know their defense is not great. And, and maybe that's we're, we're seeing really how not great their defense is now. But a really gutsy win by Maryland. Really gutsy win. And, you know, and the kid misses the extra point at the, at the end of the game. And, you know, that's a tough loss. And who knows what, what would have happened if that uh, was played out, if that overtime was played out. But a win is a win. Maryland takes it at home against Minnesota. Purdue beats Illinois. Uh, this is one that you know we kind of saw coming, um, and maybe not by as close of a score as it was. Purdue thirty-one, Illinois twenty-four. Aiden O'Connell twenty-nine of thirty-five. Very efficient day, averaging ten point six yards per attempt. Three hundred seventy-one yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Xander Horvath, 22 attempts for 102 yards and a touchdown. That man's a beast, man. Xander Horvath's going to be a problem. Hey, listen, Purdue's 2-0, okay? Iowa's 0-2. You are what your record says you are unless your games are getting canceled due to COVID. I thought this was, uh, you know, again, Purdue taking, taking care of business. We'll see who they have next week. Uh, Purdue... You know, hopefully your your teams are hopefully the uh, oh they have uh, they have Northwestern next week. No, 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 they have they have Wisconsin next week. So we'll see if that game even gets played. If it does get played, I give Purdue a shot. I give them a shot. We'll talk more about it on Thursday. Purdue two and zero. Rutgers, Indiana. Right now, Indiana's up thirty seven twenty one. I picked Rutgers to win in this game, sort of as a meme. But overall, uh, you know, Indiana looks like a tough team. Rutgers is, is, is playing a lot tough. They're not getting blown out 45-3. to three. Okay, it's not Arthur Sidkowski going three for 15 for 33 yards and two picks. This is a, a better Rutgers team, but Indiana's, you know, even better. Then you have the big one. Did I call it or did I, did I call it? Week one preview. I said, what is Michigan. At this point, what is their role in the Big Ten? Their role is to be Goliath that gets slain by David. Year after year after year after year, that is their role. They are meant to be a team that is, oh, we're we're 13th in the nation. Oh, we're 7th in the nation. Oh, look at us. We might get into the top five. And then Purdue or Indiana or, in this case, Michigan State comes along Michigan State, after losing, after seven turnovers against Rutgers, comes in and plays Michigan. This isn't a fluke game, folks. This was not a fluke game. Guess how many yards Michigan had? 452. Guess how many yards Michigan State had? 449. Three-yard difference. Zero turnovers for both teams. Okay, this is not a seven turnover game. This is not a oh well we caught them and we got you know four turnovers and we 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 Indiana Penn State. No 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 no. 
This is 10.1 yards per pass completion for Michigan State. This is 126 on the ground. Respectable. This is less penalties than Michigan. 5 for 65, 10 for 86 for Michigan. This is a Big Ten team giving Michigan their best shot. Rocky Lombardi comes out 17 to 32, 323 yards, three touchdowns. Played a hell of a game. And they go up, they go into Michigan, they they beat him. What the fuck, man? This has been an incredible year in the Big Ten. I'm excited to see what happens next week with COVID. I mean, with Graham Mertz being out, with, with all these different factors. What is going to happen? I don't know. I have no fucking idea. I'll try to tell you next Thursday. Right now I'm in Door County. My fiance is in the car. She's been in the car for this entire podcast, which is now bordering on uh, <laughs> fucking 20 minutes. We are about to go uh, eat some pizza. We went to Lambeau Field today. It was a lot of fun. I get to see the, uh, the, the field and the Hall of Fame. It was, uh, it was a cool day. Disappointing. We got to the hotel. I watched the, you know, basically the entire Iowa game and uh, got a lot of things to clean up. We, uh, we really, really, really got to inspire some more confidence in Spencer Petras. Throwing the kid out there to throw the ball 50 times in a game. That's not it. That ain't it, Chief. Okay? We got to figure it out. Go Penn State. I hope the uh, I hope they beat the team that shall not be named. And uh, I just got a text that it's time for Deuce. My, my Iowa State friend, AJ Grill, very funny comedian, just texted me. It's time, time to bring in the Deuce. Referring to Iowa's uh, freshman quarterback. It's going to be interesting. I just hope they can play a game next week. Let's hope for that, folks. Hey, that's it. I'll talk to you on Thursday. Go Hawks. Good night.